It's Derek Brooks and Ian Beckles on The Strike, 1025 HD2. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Brooks and Beckles. And, uh, you know, every week is an eventful week. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. football season is over. We would yes. like to see our Buccaneers go a little further. But, Mr. Brooks, first of all, good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, this, it, it seems to be a sports lull. Okay. You know, a little what, bit. You know, the week. And I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. But the Super Bowl that we won, we didn't have the bye week in between. Yeah, would you rather? And that was the last. No, no, not not for I think our I, team. I, I would, I would, I agree. That per, the personalities of that team. Yeah, yeah. I was so happy we didn't have time to think about mm. what just happened in Philly. True. You know the we went straight game mode. Mm-hmm. That's what the non bye week of the Super Bowl, and obviously that's the last year they did it. We went straight in the game mode, man. We didn't have time. You, you didn't have time to, to celebrate at all. You, you really no, didn't have time no, to celebrate. We, no, no, man. You know, I go down memory lane here. We we landed in Tampa mm-hmm. probably around a little after midnight, right mm-hmm. before one a.m. You know, just circling the stadium with the plane, yeah, yeah. and we'd already went over what has to happen when we win. We had to be back at the stadium at seven thirty a.m. Going west. Wow. So it was literally. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Flying? You have to fly out at 7 in the morning. Yeah, because we had to be in. Holy smokes. We had to be in San Diego Monday. They had some event, some going on for both teams. Okay. At that time, Monday. We had to be in San Diego that Monday, I think, like. By two p.m., y'all was exhausted. You had oh, to man, be exhausted. Oh man, we man. You could heard a pin drop on that Absolutely. plane. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the unique part about it is, only the it's like maybe two coaches went. Mm-hmm. All the coaches stayed back. Like Gruden, Monty, okay. the position coaches. We may have had. They stayed back for how long? They had the game plan. Wow. So they didn't wow. come out. Yeah. They came back. They came wow. out. They left here on a. Private plane, of yeah, course, sure, yeah. Monday night. Okay. And got into San Diego, what out, you know, three hours behind that Monday night. That's a lot, dude. So like, we we had Tuesday morning, that's when media day was. Yeah. Like every two, like, you know, be media day. Mm. So they landed that morning. We had a team meeting with them, then straight to media day. Then we had our meetings. All Don Gruden had to be extra grumpy. With tired like that, he had to be exhausted. I don't think he sleeps much. Nah, that, that, I don't think he sleeps. Nah, but nah. no, he does Then probably nah. now, but in but leading into that week, we had like a whole day of the champ on that Friday. You know, that Friday everyone gets done. Mm-hmm. You know, NFL, you're done by two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, we because it wasn't no bye week, we had to have Super Bowl prep meetings, and that's what we did all Friday after practice. So it was, hey, you guys win. Mm-hmm. Here's Tampa's schedule. Tickets, mm. we had to give them, oh, come, listen, it's the crazy part about it. That Saturday, we mm. came back to the facility mm. before we, because we had to fly out to Philly that Friday night. Because you have to be in the championship city. You have to be there 48 hours. Because they don't want no problem sure. with the yeah, game. Yeah, wow. So we had to be in Philly. Oh, man. So <laughs> You guys been away from home for a while. Too. Yeah, you man, it, it, was, it, it was some of the most bizarre we practiced, had our Super Bowl meeting from mm-hmm. two, from like 
2 to 4.30. Hey, everybody back here. We're leaving yeah. at 7, flying to Philly. This is crazy, man. I mean, you know what? You know when it started the preparation for that? When Tony Dungy said to us his first year, when people were complaining we were going to Jacksonville. Remember oh, that? I mean, People were complaining. <laughs> and he looks at everybody and goes, what are y'all complaining about? He goes, you're in the NFL. Yeah. He goes, championship teams are going to have to go through this adversity. He, yes. wasn't, he wasn't wrong, though. No, he wasn't. He wasn't wrong. I mean, I remember getting off that bus in Jacksonville, going back there. Yeah. We had 30 minutes to get tape and dress. Don't complain. And we whooped yeah. their butt. Yeah, well, you could say that on your side. It didn't happen like that on our we, side. We, <laughs> yeah, we jumped mm. off the fence. We, yeah, yeah. We drug them. Sure. Went to eat lunch. Mm. Y'all had a great afternoon. Okay. okay. That's, that's good to hear. Not so far. <laughs> We, hey, yeah. that hey, hey, in that little war off and out of that lunch, we came yeah. back out for that second practice. It wasn't the same. Oh my god, yeah, man, Jimmy Smith, them they dropping bombs. Really? We could, man, we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop <laughs> anything. We look across the field, man. You guys get excited. Yeah. You score. You do. Y'all do y'all things. See, I don't remember it like that. Oh man, I, as an offensive lineman, I remember them. <laughs> their defensive tackles all just bull rushing us, uh-huh. and we couldn't like we had uh, the, the Bucks back in there were, were quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Call Pepper and Sap. Everybody's quick. Great. They had these bruisers big and big John Henderson. Was it yeah, John, big Hen- John Henderson, Henderson. <laughs> and and they were just bull rushing. I was like. <laughs> You know, listen, I'm 6'1", okay? So when when somebody who's six inches taller than you yeah. is just bull rushing in one-on-one pass rush, you can't block them. You can't block them. Man, it was, no, it was that. I, <laughs> but I remember everybody, but then you guys like, man, this, hey, we got three days, so this is nothing. Yeah, this is nothing, man. This yeah. is nothing. But to your point, you're right, man. And we, we plan everything out, and obviously Super Bowl, get there, and mm-hmm. go to practice Wednesday, but – they started doing, you know, especially with, with John and, and the genius of him as, as an offensive mind, man. Mm-hmm. When I look back at it, not you, you know, around this time every year, it's things, man, that they were doing in our practice strip that was preparing us to okay. play Oakland. Okay. Certain plays. Okay. Like, damn, does Philly run this play? Yeah. Not real sure, but. When I started thinking about it, man, it's Oakland. Really? And he was running similar, honestly, all playoffs. Mm -hmm. Because all the systems during that time in the playoffs, all of them came from that West Coast system. Ah, yeah, sure. San Fran. Yeah. And Philly. Yeah. And I was so. I was in it in Philly with with Gruden. So it was, we were playing a version of the West Coast the entire playoffs. Yes. So when we were seeing plays, it may have been a different formation, but the yeah. concept was the same. Sure. So when we were running those plays, and I think about it, I was like, man, we actually was really preparing mm. the, the system we mm. was going against. But what Coach Gruden, I still argue this today, the difference in John knew the personality of the Oakland Raiders, man. It wasn't about the scheme. It sure. wasn't about the plays. Sure, he, he knew the players. He, he knew their knew, weaknesses. He knew exactly how Correct. Riz Gannon thinks. Correct. He knew exactly how Charlie Garner thinks. And Correct. Charlie Garner was the one guy that we knew we had to stop mm. because his skill level at that time. Charlie was a bad boy. The best. Uh, hey, hey, Charlie. Coach I was with Mar- Charlie in Philadelphia. Most of the Marshall Falk, man, yeah. during that time in his that career. That was a bad man. Yes. We and was like, a tough that runner, guy? too. Oh, he's like, yeah. that guy? He can beat us. Yeah. Tim Brown, at yeah. this point in his career, Jerry Rice, at this point in his career, yeah. they can't beat us one-on-one. They mm-hmm. need a little help. 
That guy? Sure, yeah. He can take us on. We have to stop 25. Mm-hmm. It was n- So Coach Gruden knew all the person. Hey, do these things to Tim. Tim's going to get frustrated. As great as Jerry is, Jerry's going to make some plays, guys. He's the best in the business. Mm-hmm. We just can't let him be 10. Give him one or two. Yeah, yeah. Brown's going to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. It, offensive line. So he knew personalities. Yeah. Do this. And he's like, hey, this is what we're going to do on offense. We're going to mm-hmm. piss all the D-line. O-line, this is what you're going to do. We're going to get 10, maybe four to five personal fouls with Romanowski, Reagan Upshaw. The start name. This how, this how we're going to get by, personal fouls. By just getting a – he, yeah. knew, he knew him. Yeah. He knew So he yeah. knew the personality. Yeah. And we yeah. practiced it. He's like, hey, yeah. we did. So mm. that's that was the advantage we had. But even with all that, we still had to go out there and play. Yeah, listen, I've defended. <laughs> listen, I, it's documented. I'm not a John Gruden fan. But I do understand how he understands the game of football and X's and O's. I just don't think he does, deals well with people. Okay. Yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people would agree with me on this one. When people say, and it bothered me when people say, well, the Bucks, John Gruden knew their offensive scheme. And I go, do you know who the other coach was? They go, who? I go, Bill Callahan. <laughs> I go, Bill Callahan knew. was my offensive line coach, <laughs> yeah. and John Gruden was my offensive coordinator. <laughs> Therefore, he was like his baby brother, okay? <laughs> Bill Callahan knew the knew, system, too. He knew. But he, he didn't know the Buccaneers. Yeah. He Gruden, knew our personality. He didn't know, but still, though. John Gruden taught Bill Callahan the system. Yes. I'll be damned if I teach somebody something and they out-teach me or <laughs> out-scheme me. I'll be damned. And then we could teach. You know what's driving me nuts this year? At the beginning of this year, you used to hear, um, we, we used to hear Todd Bowles say, we went over it 11 times in practice. That drove me nuts it's, because I, uh-huh. in my mind I'm thinking, boy, if they went over that 11 times in practice, Derek Brooks would have had that. You know, Derek Brooks yes. would have been right there. That's the difference, though. Mm-hmm. You guys were always where you were supposed to be. Always. Like, you guys were the oddest. If somebody wasn't in their gap and somebody got mm-hmm. a six-yard run. We knew. Everybody would look at that one dude like you knew who yeah. messed up. And mm-hmm. that's the difference between buying in and not buying in. Yeah, and, you know, especially early on because – Everything, ha- every defense or even offense has a certain discipline. And in, in the Jumbotron back in our day was our biggest correct on the field. Mm-hmm. It, it really was. We're sure. looking at the Jumbotron, we see a black, it's, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Before, mm-hmm. You know, that's how we knew it. But even going back to practice, and I agree with you when I hear the head coach say this. Mm-hmm. Coach had having to repeat something that many times, it's on the players, man. It's on the players, Cause dude. Because you, you're taking away – for the next 30 minutes, you could be working on something else. Mm-hmm. If we hadn't got some, and again, I, I'm, you know, listeners go down memory lane with us, but it is what it is mm-hmm. today. By the third time, if we hadn't got it, yo, let's move on. Yeah. Because you know what's for to happen when we get done? Yeah. That card has already been pulled. Correct. And we as a team, yeah. defensively, we for to go back over this. Yep. And it, we're not leaving the field, but we're not for to – you know, one got about a third time, and we mm-hmm. know it's a critical piece. Cause we ain't got to repeat this three more times. Let's move on. We going we gonna handle this mm-hmm. after practice in the meeting room mm-hmm. to see why we didn't get it right. Now, yeah. if coach know that enough of us not understanding it can't get it right, you guess what Monty doing and Rod doing? Throw it out. Throwing out again. That's hey. the way to do it. Throwing it out. Throw hey, it out. Guys can't get it yep. this week against this team. Yeah. This may not work. Let's yeah. shelve it. We may bring it back next week. 
That's why y'all, but we, y'all but didn't they're do a not. Whole, you guys didn't do a lot. No, but they're not. Yeah. Fitting, they're not going to go mm-hmm. and get the egotistical. Well, offensively, mm-hmm. offensive coaches don't think that way. No, no, they don't. They want their play. Correct. Their content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because all plays work, you understand that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. All plays work in the def- in the defensive or offensive coach's mind. mind. Yes, there's they no work. such thing as a bad play. They, like, well, <laughs> well, okay. Now, Derek, this is I'm about to say something because in the media, I always hear people say, "I love that game plan. I hated that game plan." It's the players, okay? It's the players. You block the people and you run in the right hole and everything's done the right way. The play is going to work, okay? It's going to mm-hmm. work. That's why when I hear people say, like even this year. I really like Todd Bowles' game plan. I hated Todd Bowles' game plan. To me, it's about the players on the field. That's it. But you got a plan to put them in certain positions to succeed. Okay. And take advantage of certain skill sets. Correct. You know, Devin White, better blitzer than yeah. cover, right? But what you said, they fe- they figured that out later, that maybe a Brit is a better on the run, and when they brought in uh, mm-hmm. your boy, they brought him in just to, just to rush the passer. Now, there's a couple, once again, every play works. Now, as a player, sometimes the coaches don't put you in the right situation. Like, I remember mm-hmm. Juan Castillo was our offensive line coach at Philadelphia, and I watched more film than anybody that I know. I watched so much film uh, that was just my career. And I watched so much film on Eric Swan. Eric Swan was eating oh, everybody he, up, he was, okay? Oh, he was and I would, I would put my film against Eric Swan against anybody. So I ate him up. Mm-hmm. I ate Eric Swan up. He ended careers. There's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Jason Odom. Yes. Anyways, so there was one, there was a couple, I watched 10 films. And I said, Coach, please do not have me backside of a short yardage play with Eric Swan. You have to run it at him. I go, coach, I watched 10 films. Nobody could make that block. Not even Larry Allen. He tried it. He can't make the block. And I said, coach, do, I go, please. I go, I'm praying. Do not, because a lot of times you can run the ball the other way. It's easy. But if he's in that gap. He's, plays over. It's a lot for me to get that dude, you know. Mm -hmm. We get in the game and they run the other way, brother. And he blows my neck out the socket. (laughs) There's nothing I can do. Dude. He's he's two inches from the ground, yeah. and he's just firing off the ball, and I got to get across him. It's impossible. Nah. And I came back to the sideline, and I reamed, and he goes, man, back, man. And I said, and you just, you're not listening to me. me. I go, if you play, and I, know, I felt like saying, if you play, you know, because yeah. everybody thinks you could just do everything. Mm-hmm. You got to put your players in the right position. Listen, of course. For sure. I, and I, I think today's game, Certain relationships dictate that better than mm. others. Player to coach, coach to player. Agreed. That to me, that that trust factor, and obviously they weren't going to start at the quarterback position, mm. and what that relationship's like with the coordinator or the quarterback mm. coach, or even now up through through the head coach, mm. and we're seeing that, you know, very great relationships now with these two teams in the Super Bowl with the mm. head coach, yeah, offensive sure. coach. Yep. But in that that has to be earned, man. And if a player is fortunate enough to be around and a coach around mm. so many years, our secret sauce, man, we kept a nucleus together for at least nine, ten years, mm-hmm. man, of my career. Pretty much. Our secret sauce, including coaching staffs. Hard today, man. 
very it's, it's impossible. Hard. It's, impo- it's almost that, impossible. That, that's why when Ben John, when Johnson, Coach Johnson said he was staying in Detroit, mm-hmm. man, I, you know, I, I was so proud of that decision. Not that he could have went and been a head coach, mm-hmm. the Commanders or Seattle, mm-hmm. but it says a lot for the fans of Detroit, whose obviously heart was hurt, no doubt, about the culture that Coach Campbell has up there. Mm-hmm. Aaron Glenn staying. Very minimum, yeah. very minimum changes Correct. on the Detroit coaching mm-hmm. staff. Mm-hmm. And they'll be back. Yeah. They'll be back. They'll be back. San Francisco, you look at them on, uh, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. They've been able to retool. Mm-hmm. Lost the head coach and Coach Ryan's going, Coach Wilkes coming in, figuring mm-hmm. out you talk about going through some changes and figuring out what mm-hmm. players can do, and Coach Wilkes finally figured mm-hmm. out this defensive scheme. Coach Kyle Shanahan, consistent scheme, mm-hmm. finding the right guy to run the offense. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. We all know the advantage in Kansas City. It starts mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. 15. And ends with 15. Ends with 15, no matter who's – Andy Reid, Andy Andy Reid. Yeah. You know, yeah. Coach Brooks, Coach yeah. Beckles. He's different. It's starting with 15. But he's different. <laughs> he's different. Yeah, and, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I, I said this going into yeah. that game, you know, the championship game against the Ravens. I yeah. said, hey, if 15 could make others around him yeah. better. Which he always does. Which he did yeah. that. Yeah. Then what Lamar is slowing him down. Yeah. I think Lamar, I just think he didn't trust himself enough. I think he was gripping a little bit for me. Just he just out of the moment game. was too much. You know he's dying. He really wants to win that game. That's important yeah, to him I, for that next level. Yeah, I, I just think it was times where I don't. I haven't went back in enough to dissect it to say did the, did the coaches trust him mm. or did he not mm. trust himself? Okay, when it got to the playmaking, it didn't look right though. Oh, it didn't look. It didn't look fluid. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look fluid defensively. Them boy, they, they run around, but they. But you got to give Kansas City. Listen, Andy Reid might still be the best play caller in the world. He might still be. Shadowhands mm-hmm. up there, but Andy Reid. I don't know if I don't picture Andy Reid. I don't know, Ian, because Dude. Andy Reid has fifteen. I'm not punishing oh, no, him. Got- <laughs> I'm not punishing him <laughs> for does, having fifteen. He does have fifteen though. I'm he not punishing that, yeah, him yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I've just yeah, seen yeah. Kyle do this, man, going all the way back to when he was a coordinator, 28, mm-hmm. you know, obviously up 28-3. He learned from that. Now mm-hmm. he runs the ball a lot more now than mm-hmm. he should have ran it back then, made the Falcons with a one. Mm-hmm. But he does a great job, man, Kyle does, mm-hmm. of managing this quarterback and getting it into a playmaker's hand. And I think for the first time, Purdy showed everyone, hey, I, I, I can play. Can play and can make play. plays. Yeah. They should have known that before. But that, but though. his his athleticism, yeah. the scrambles, yeah. when it wasn't as easy as turning it off, handing mm-hmm. it to 23, go. 19, go. Kittle, go. It mm. wasn't. It was, hey, I'm making the play. I'm just a bigger yeah. part of his offense. Yeah. And if it, the difference was his athleticism, clearly, yeah. That was underestimated. Now we get into obviously Detroit's decision making, mm. you know, kick field goals. But that's you know. how they got there. No, I can't. That's how hey, they got there. Only one scenario I said mm. I would have just coach. I would have loved yeah. to see how the game turned out. Yeah, if if you kicked that first mm. when you came out came out after halftime, your defense had a great red zone stop, mm. held them to three. 
you go down the field, their defense had a great red yeah. zone stop. Yeah. Match point for point. Correct. Why not? That's I mean, the only one. But once That's again, the but only once, one. But once again, I would just. I like, think they were. They did. That was the way they rolled all year. That's just the way they played. But coach can't get all the high seed no, this because you make in-game yeah. adjustments, yeah. coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It should be a fe- in-game the feel decisions. Of, the feel of the game. This the part where AI mm. in analytics, correct? They can't see, feel, and touch. Yes. You see, feel, and touch, man. Yeah. All this sea of red, you yeah. got pretty quiet. Yeah, absolutely. And a field yeah. goal yeah. keeps them. Yeah, AI can't tell you that. That's true. That's true. You play Madden. Okay. You play Madden. You ever no. played Madden before? No. You've never played before. I wonder if you can play. No. No, you, you don't want to play. Clearly, but I wonder no. if you, you would if you could you would get into it. Because I'm I'm knee deep. I love to play. I don't play any other video games. I've never played. Wait, wait. I just play Madden. That's it. I guess I love it. maybe another video game of football may be hard for me because I'm a sea field touch, uh, especially the game I'm playing. That's what do you I, mean? What do you mean sea field touch? What like, are you talking about? Like the, like, that's why I'm a terrible fantasy football player. Everybody's a f- terrible fantasy football Everybody player. Everybody asked me for You don't advice. care enough. I'm like, you don't, no, 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 no. Listen, uh, I, I was in a league. I was in two leagues this year for the first time, and I've been in them before. This is the first year I really cared. I cared. <laughs> like I was looking into it and making trades and all kind of stuff. <laughs> There's good and bad. You don't care about it. You know what else you'd be terrible at? Betting. Look, I'm just telling you. I can't you, you. You work for the NFL. You can't bet, obviously. I can bet. I don't work for the NFL. <laughs> the worst thing you can do as a better is know something. You know what I mean? That's the worst. Because <laughs> the most unpredictable thing in the world is football, man. How can yeah. you tell me that Kansas City-Baltimore uh, uh, game is going to be a low-scoring game? That don't make no sense. Yeah. It don't make no damn sense. And the Super Bowl is not going. It's not going to make sense. It never does. In what way? It, it never not makes. Like okay, we're gonna okay, okay, okay. Let's go back to the Buccaneers Kansas City game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. We talk about fifteen Patrick Mahomes. You know who the best player on the field was that day? Who, in your opinion? Patrick Mahomes. Go back and watch the film. He was the best player. Hundred percent. Go back and watch it. The plays that weren't made, that were made by Patrick Mahomes. They said he ran over a mile running away. East okay. and West. But he, a couple times he was parallel to the ground, throwing the ball sideways, mm-hmm. and balls hit dudes in their hands, though. Go back and watch the mm-hmm. game. Patrick Mahomes was magical, but they weren't magical around him. He can't do it himself. No, offensive line. We we clearly defensively kept the, the whole tr- playoffs. The trenches. The trenches where you win. Yeah, the whole Isn't playoffs. it funny? Everything is about the, the whole- quarterback. Everything is about throwing the ball. You know who made the playoffs? The and people that run the football. football. Yeah. People run the football in January and, in, in 2020. In that's what our Buccaneers did. They ran the football. When they, they, they start to run the football, they started they, to win. They overcame Mr. Brady's picks in Green yes, Bay. Yes, <laughs> running the football. Yes, in Super Bowl, controlling the tempo and defensively containing. Correct. They grew up a little 15. bit at the back of the end of the season, yeah. defensively a little bit. Early in the season, mm-hmm. I didn't like what I saw. Now, to, to, I know, let's let's talk a little bit before we have to get out of here. Let's talk a little bit about our Buccaneers going forward, okay? Yes. First and foremost, what did you think of the season? Uh, I didn't have much hope for them at the beginning of the season. I thought they overachieved. I thought Jason Light um, Save face in a lot of ways, okay? Mm-hmm. Because this was supposed to be a down year. really was, okay? Mm-hmm. We got a quarterback for $4 million. I always say we got him off the trash heap. That's where we got him, for $4 million, <laughs> off the trash heap. Baker Mayfield couldn't have played better. 
and there was other players like even like small names like uh Kansi and yeah, and Gadecki and, and guys like that. I'm like, these kids came out and played. So mm-hmm. at the beginning of this year, I said it's gonna be a down year. Don't be shocked if we have to be down for a couple, three years. But now the season is over, I look back. I don't think we have to take a step back because they no, clearly embrace embrace Baker. No, clearly. No, what what I looked at when I look at the season, I said, hey, because of the state of the division around us, we can have a chance. I figure whichever veteran quarterback between Carr and Baker, one of these teams will win the division. Mm-hmm depending on which quarterback could lead their team better. I figured defensively, Saints defense, our defense, I call it a wash. Okay. You know, I say, however, I wanted to see how the young guys, the draft picks, how they would play, especially up front. Mm-hmm. We drafted two guys up front. Then the next thing was health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, man, if, if this defense – could stay healthy in the way that, you know, what type of scheme is Coach Bowles going to play mm-hmm. dependent on the health of the defense. I don't think our defense ever was consistently healthy enough with the top 12, 13 guys. They managed to get through it. Mm-hmm. I asked for an answer at quarterback before the season started. Mm-hmm. Do we have – if Kyle – if it's not – if it's not Young and Bill mm-hmm. – is it veteran and a team? Correct. I think we got to answer. We got to answer no. now. Let's see if the economics mm. prove that answer. Uh, as I recap now, is you missing Jason Light? This is the first time every, every year the GM and his staff, in my opinion, is is under the radar. True, mm-hmm. but I think. This year now is the first year prior to when Jameis left mm-hmm. and we got Tom. Is getting Baker and him signed, mm. is that, I guess, that momentum mm-hmm. or that transaction that sets the team up to have some sort of sustained success? That's where, as I, as I look going that's forward. Not, that's not easy to do. No, it's not. I say, does the economics yeah, support that because – it's not at that time. It was about finding under Coach Aaron's a mm. signal caller, a signal. This time around, that's part of receiver, linebacker. Defense. It's other, other pieces. You pieces you got to fit, and the people that are here, are they in their career timeline? What mm. that investment looks like. Yeah. Like, what is the investment in Levante David at this point in his career? Or Mike Evans. Or Mike Evans yeah. at this point in his career. Correct. Chris Godwin, yeah. we paid you. Yeah, yeah. Is it a conversation now? Yeah. This yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Are you able to quarterback yeah. Baker? We love to have you. But we have a number in mind that we. Yeah, but you know that. Okay, now listen, Derek. Okay, but, I get what you're saying. Again, okay? but he's just, he's just, I'm just taking behind us. There's a big difference between four years, 100 million, or five years, but, 150 million. There's a big difference. But there's a big difference. Is the argument do you need Baker at a quarterback position? Do you need him to play like the franchise saver, or you need him to play like, like, hey, man, I need you to manage this team? 
And that all depends on who's around him. That's all. I, I I know that, but even with those mm. around him mm. last year, and I, I made the argument when he was playing like a fifty million dollar quarterback. That's not when we were successful last year. I'm not disagreeing. We, we're not. We I'm, were I'm not, not. I'm not disagreeing. We were not when he. Yeah. Hey, when you feel when he was like, I have to make every throw. I mm. I I I. No, mm-hmm. we struggle mm-hmm. when it settled down with hey, let me manage and yeah. let me set up. And then my all the things that I'm good at, mm-hmm. the toughness, the breaking tackles, the scram, mm-hmm. the athletic mm-hmm. ability, the, the being a good – now all those things came mm-hmm. afterwards. But it wasn't coming when you, we were trying to do everything. It became a part of. And that's, that's a tough discussion mm-hmm. because, as you said this a couple episodes ago, which was made very real sense, you got that agent back here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Hey. I'm just telling you what this. Go get that money. Hey, these what these guys are making. Mm -hmm. Now you look at hey these these guys, Mm -hmm. and he just played for four million. And you get he just played for four million. Hey, you know, yes, you came here to prove yourself. You did that. You shook the dice on yourself. You get you did that. Now what's the reward? Go get that. Now is it? But is it enough teams out there in need of a quarterback that's at Baker's level, because you got a lot of young All guys. All you need is two teams. I know. I, if, if two I, teams I, want this dude, he might make forty. He could be. And again, that's that's the position. You want, you want him for you want him for four years, one sixty. That's what you want. Okay, that's that's the face. The fa- we want this is a podcast. You didn't see his face. I could make the same face. Be like, eesh, well, what, what if? What if? What if? Like, like Baker Mayfield. This is the reality of it. Baker Mayfield played. Two thirds of a good season, okay. Before that, it was up and down, okay. Mm-hmm. He can regress next year, okay. The the part that scares me about Baker Mayfield is the stuff that you guys were applauding, all this toughness and him lowering his head. I was not applauding. That is not conducive to a long career. No, I, and again, I'm not saying you know my version of toughness mm-hmm. is not that. My version of toughness is from a mental toughness, mm-hmm. knowing when to throw the ball away. Correct. Mental toughness is, hey, it was 10 yards. I scrambled for mm-hmm. seven. I got down. Mm-hmm. Now we played a field position game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't risk getting the three yards and now got a bum. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's that to me is decision making sure. toughness. When I, when I speak about that, it, mm-hmm. it's the entire picture. Sure. But it also, when I, when I, I make that face, it's because of all the other puzzle pieces Correct. around. Correct. And that yeah. that has to fit because other teams now, you know, after this Super Bowl, we're gonna pick before we leave comes up. It's gonna now the talk's gonna shift with okay, what Chicago is gonna do mm. at their quarterback position? Yeah, bet this guy would you take guy coming would you take out Caleb Williams? I would not. This like okay, yeah, I would not. Kate, no, but I said now, but not. all but all these other factors go Correct. into who's Correct. How, you know how they fall, how they fall. Mm. Everybody keep forgetting that. Uh, the young quarterback, ain't there's a young quarterback in Dallas named Trey? Mm. That Jerry Jones guy from San Francisco? Yeah, but he ain't got no I know, but again. But yeah, somebody might somebody might try him out. Somebody might try him out. Risk reward. Yeah. <laughs> risk yeah. Re- risk reward. Indy. They got a court A. We know Richardson coming back, but it's miss you. Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna be a bad mm. couple or do I want to go to quarterback market? As a starter. Everybody's going to be looking for the next Baker Mayfield next year. Yes. Watch. That's what's going to happen. But 
So I say I say all that to simply say it's it now our front office, you know, they got some answers moving forward. Mm. I think losing, you know, coordinator now becomes a head coach. That factors in. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Bowles like, man, am I Four years ahead, I'm with my third coordinator, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you know. So trying to get some staff consistencies, you know, for him, you know, moving forward. All these things factor in that our fans now, you know, get a chance to talk about. Absolutely. So before we get out of here, yeah. man, Super Bowl picks. Yes. I'm putting you on the spot first. Okay. Because I think I went first last week. You know, but make me, make me go first? <laughs> I'm going to vote for Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. The NFL's not you know, going to they're not going to let Taylor Swift lose. Dude, they man, I think she's made some adjustments to a concert or something she's supposed to be. She's in Tokyo. Tokyo. No, she's going to be at the game. Oh no, 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 I know. Oh, I, know. I think they moved the concert up. They got Please. some man. Don't they, put her on the Concord to get her over here, dog. Please. You don't <laughs> you don't think the 32 billionaires will figure out a way to get her ass over here? She they she said she was worth 380 something million dollars just to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Bro, they're going to play the hell out some Taylor Swift, bro. I ain't mad at her. I, I, at first, it was bothering me. And at the end, I'm like, man, keep keep on showing her. I get it. <laughs> then once again, if I had one person to say the Dignitary Cafe is great, it would be Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know, that, that, it might cost a little bit. So but you, you know think, so, well, I'm picking a 49. Okay. Um, All right. And I, I will. That's your brother, though. You buy it. It's, you it buy is. It. But I picked against him last Okay. Week. Okay. But I okay. look at the matchup. And I looked at some clips from their Super Bowl a few years ago. Granted, different players, but certain things are still there remaining. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe this time around, the 49ers are better equipped. If they go to down the same road, I don't think Kansas City has enough playmakers okay. to overcome this 49ers team because they're better defensively. Those younger guys are better. Offensively, they're more mature. They've they've rolled the wave of, okay, Kyle Shannon answering the questions. Can he come back? You know, if they're not playing with a lead, are they good? Can they come back? Can mm-hmm. they I think they're better equipped all around football team this time around. So I think they manage they go out there and I think they get it done. Well, you, you once again betting against Patrick Mahomes is tough. And mm-hmm. I think the big the, the difference is gonna be Chris Jones. Watch me, yeah, Chris Jones. If you let Chris Jones can run a game now, he mm-hmm. can ruin the game. Oh yeah. But three years ago, when Aaron Donald was a man, mm-hmm. I said that guy right there is about to be the man, and, and mm-hmm. he's a man now. I mean, that's a dude. I if there's one person I'm not trying to come out of retirement for, for it would be him. Ninety five. I'm good. Him and <laughs> him and Clay's Campbell. I don't want none of that. Oh. I don't want it. I don't want that big old boy. Right. Damn, boy, that's terrible, man. I don't want no part. That big old boy still playing. Yes, still hard to block. Like seventeen years now in the trenches, man. Six, seven, three, forty of mad. He mad too. I don't like him. I'm not a big fan. Probably closest thing to X one. Right. I'm swearing to God. You know how that goes. So you got you got Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. You got the Forty Nineers. And we're gonna see, man. Yeah, I know you're not a betting man, so it's it's all good. Yeah. I'll bet you some uh, Council Oak uh, certificates. Well, you got to do that. I, okay. I, I I got those for you. Oh, right I'm going to take them. 
and I'm going to take them. <laughs> so if anybody wants to get in contact with you, uh, social media, how yes, to let's go. It's at official D Brooks five five Instagram. That's connecting everything through X as well as. Uh, Facebook, obviously, uh, all of our lightning handles mm-hmm. uh, on on social media, and you know, I hope, uh, Mister Verdi, we still gonna keep this going, aren't we? Just because football's not here, so people don't think football, we're going. We don't even talk that much football. I mean, sometimes. that's what I'm saying. I hope people don't think we're going anywhere. Nah, we ain't going nowhere. No. People be upset about this. This <laughs> is gonna go year round, hopefully. And uh, there's plenty of things to talk about. If anybody yes, wants to hit and, me up, yes. And now, before you get that out, mm. we should be. I'm gonna go ahead and tease it. Uh, I am talking to our next uh, guest is Mr. Gary Sheffield. So we are, we are, I know you're excited about that. So we're uh, definitely trying to work out a date to have him him on next. I like Gary Sheffield. I've met him a few times. Uh, I like, I like athletes that didn't kiss ass. Mm-hmm. And he's that dude. <laughs> he's that dude. And the only reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he's that dude. dude. I know. Straight so up. It, the time is great with MLBC. Yeah, man. Obviously getting ready to start it. Yeah, man. And hopefully, man, uh, we have a great time with you. He's a strong little man, that is for sure. My, you can hit me up, Ian underscore Beckles at Instagram. I don't read you the rest of them. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Brooks and Beckles on The Strike, 1025 HD2. Tune in every Friday afternoon at 1 or listen on demand in your favorite podcast app.